Greetings from Longtime No See, the podcast. Every week, we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org, from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with. It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks as always for making your way here, checking out the series. You know what to do. You like what you see, what you hear. Hit that subscribe button. I put out three new interviews every single week, so it's a great way to keep up with all of your favorite artists, discover some new ones, know what's happening in the music world, and all the usual spots like iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from. I'm Kyle Meredith. Today, I'm talking with Hillary Duff. In fact, we're going to be discussing How I Met Your Father. It's the sequel series to the late aughts legendary sitcom, I had to do it, uh, How I Met Your Mother, uh, in which she plays the lead role of Sophie. So she's going to take us into what it's been like to take on the lead role in a title that has so much history, uh, portraying an alternate reality, uh, 2022, that has no pandemic, and being able to drop more adult theme storylines and gags into the, uh, well, more than the original series was able to get away with. Uh, Hillary's also going to talk about how the show has given her a taste of the dating lifestyle that she really never got to experience, uh, the fashion that she gets to wear, and the opportunity to have a culturally broader cast. Now, musically speaking, because that's what we do here, uh, she's also going to talk about how Sophie's favorite song is uh, Drops of Jupiter by Train, and that she and her husband uh, covered Third Eye Blind's Never Let You Go just last year. Uh, I'm also going to bring up a little bit of her past, Cheaper by the Dozen, which just got its own reboot. I want to hear her thoughts on that as well. So let's do this and jump into it, discussing How I Met Your Father, which is out now on Hulu. It's Kyle Meredith with Hillary Duff. How are you? I think uh, I'm sure the congratulations are rolling out right now, but uh, season two confirmed. Here's another. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, God. it's You know what? It's it's a scary title to take on just because it's so, so loved by so many. And, you know, reading the script in the first place and just being like, okay, I see the magic here. I see the opportunity here for the show and, and it's great and it's fun. And I like, just hope that people give it a chance. And oh, I feel like we can just breathe finally, you know, just not being people realize it's not, you know, it's not a reboot. It's like more of a continuation and it just finally, I'm like, okay, good. I've been like holding my breath for six or seven months. 
I mean, the relief, I'm sure, is the big part of it, but especially with the storyline like this, I'm sure this does this open up everything to what you guys what it's possible to do now with this story? Yes. I mean, I think we've all kind of known that from the beginning because, you know, the show hadn't rolled out yet and, and no one really, really knew where it was going or knew what we were doing with it. Um, but there's so much opportunity and, and, and really just this is a modern take of a, of a friend group and really trying to emulate what what that looks like now, you know, in the age of technology and, and endless opportunities and being swipeable and trying to find love and hanging on to like the, the, the analog version of us with the, with the tech version of us, like it's, 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 it's very relevant. And I think all of us kind of deal with that struggle of, of balance in our lives. So, you know, the, the, the original cast of How I Met Your Mother was like all white people and our cast is very much not that. Um, and that's, you know, that's just a sign of the times and it's taken a really long time to get here, unfortunately, but it's nice to be here and get to explore people that look like my friend group and your friend group and, you know, just a, just a more modern take of the world that we're living in right now. It's been interesting, you know, kind of with that in mind, like, reflecting the world but at the same time this is an alternate reality 2022 and that was really you know from uh, evident from the get-go no covid no masks or anything like that was that part of the conversation with you all we're like okay this is this is now but it's not now now yeah yeah totally i know and a lot of shows have been incorporating uh covid and masks and stuff like that um but i think that you know as important as some of the the topics are that we are dealing with on the show um with sexuality or um, I, I don't want to bring up too many things cause I don't want to give anything away, but um, you know, it is a, it's a refreshing show that's like light and easy to watch. And um, I, I think that it's a nice escape to not include that heaviness in our show. You know, I think everyone's kind of COVID exhausted and um, I'm really glad we didn't incorporate it. <laughs> It's interesting because we do, you talk we about- do make a joke like all the time. We're like, we wonder how many people, how many masks we're going to see on the show accidentally. Like oh. someone in the background is going to be wearing a mask or like someone accidentally left their mask on. It was, you know, we're sure there's a little bit of that, but I'm, I'm happy that we chose to not incorporate it because it's been just, it's been a tough two years for people. And yeah. this, this, we wanted this to be a, a, an escape. You know, a mask in a show is not a coffee cup in Game of Thrones. It's, I think it's forgivable, you know, in, in that sense. Totally. <laughs> you can do that. But, you know, you're talking about that balance and, it, and it, it is interesting because it is lighthearted. It's a fun show. But, I, you know, I think we all see those opportunities. Like, I, I started thinking, like, especially now about the future, what you can do. Besides the obvious mystery of what the show is. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, with your character, it doesn't know your dad. And, I, you know, it, like, is do you see that as an opportunity for exploration are, are we going to kind of get to go down that route as well i think honestly that the opportunities are endless and that is one thing that the the original show i think we're borrowing from where like it does tug on your heartstrings at the right moment and there's plenty of layers of humanness in there you know and and areas where people are like flawed or scarred and you know we see that i don't know how many episodes you've seen but with the with the Jesse and and Ellen storyline that that is honestly makes me cry every time I watch the scene between them where their two realities of growing up were so different and they had no idea what the other one was going through because of this horrible family split 
you know? Mm. Um, it's this really like sweet moment of like, okay, I have to forgive you. I have to like, let the past lie, lie where it is. And I want to know you. I want you in my life. I want, I want to change how our trajectory was going, you know? So it, it is, there are some really sweet moments and then there's like really fun, dumb moments. And, you know, Sophie doesn't know her dad and Sophie raised her mom. And I think that the, the writers, you know, are, sorry, not our art writers, but our creators come from this is us. And they so mm -hmm. brilliantly are expert storytellers that know how to play with the past and present and tangle up, you know, take you on a, on a windy road. So I have absolute faith that, you know, no stone will go unturned. And now we have 20 episodes instead of 10 episodes to tell multiple stories. And honestly, when we got that pickup, I called them. I'm like, do you guys have enough ideas to, to do 20 episodes with us? And they're like, uh, yes, we do. So, um, it's, it was really, it was really great news. And I think we'll just give us opportunity to, you know, explore more of the other characters and not, be so you know heavy on Sophie all the time. I, I like to talk about you know again as we talk about that balance you know with them uh, you know brother and sister but you know being brought up apart and the reconnecting and that's the serious that's the heartwarming part and then they also end up in the same dating pool together and that ends up being and there are those moments I mean yeah like uh, uh, the, the sex toy when that comes into play. I mean, that was the first moment I went, this is not, th this is not how I met your mother. This is a very different show. <laughs> like, was that talked about? Like, because you all are able to do and go further in those, especially uh, avenues yeah. than the, than the other show would have been able to. Yeah. Well, we're not on network TV, you know? And so we get to take those liberties and have a lot more fun. And I think when, when we all read that script, we were just thankful that it was, um, that it was Surge and not us having to do it, but all of our time is coming. It's coming for all of us. We know this. Um, but yeah, I mean, the thing that's so important is that these are 30 year olds, you know, and they're doing 30 year old things and this crazy shit like happens, uh, with, you put yourself out there and you fall on your face or, you know, you try something, you're like, okay, not for me, but I tried it, you know? And that's, that's, that's reflective of what we're all doing in our thirties, trying to find our footing. Um, you know, fortunately and unfortunately for me, you know, I'm a mom of three and my life has a lot more like logistics than Sophie. So it's, it's great to come to work and kind of shake some of that off and be a little less, jaded or aware of you know how my day ends or what needs to happen or you know she's she gets to be a little bit more free and I'm not sure she's appreciating that in the moment but I sure appreciate it while I'm playing her yeah it might have been the uh, New York Times article the interview where you were talking about that you didn't exactly get to experience her version of this life you know in, in, in this moment like does this give you a little bit of taste of it? Because it seems like, especially when you look at the like the, the dating pool, the grinder and all that, like this is a safe way to kind of get a taste of that without. Yes, totally. Yeah, yeah. I honestly, when I was a small window of time when I was single and it was awful. And I remember just being like, ah, oh, dating sucks. Trying to like go out and and meet someone sucks. What it, it's very hard in the moment, I think, to try to enjoy it you know, until you're not in it anymore. And then in mm. the, and the grass is always greener syndrome, I think for sure, where, you know, everyone wants to be booed up. That's not booed up. And everyone that's booed up is like, Oh, this is hard work too. You know, like it's, it's always that you want what you can't have. And uh, this is definitely 
safer that I don't have to, to do it in real life. And I'm very grateful for that. But uh, there was like a brief moment in time where like I almost created a profile on Raya. And then I was like, no, 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 what are you doing? And then my life kind of came together in a, in a very like serendipitous way. But um, I do sit on set with Francia while she's swiping through Tinder, uh, not Tinder, sorry, Raya. And it's crazy. I mean, it's a lot of fun, but it's, it's wild to live in these swipeable times, mm -hmm. you know, where you just have a brief moment of someone's attention to show the best version of yourself that someone could say yes to like that. Even that saying that concept out loud is wild. Yeah. I couldn't have done it. I couldn't have done the apps. I, I got lucky. I got very lucky. I just, that's, it's, it's a foreign world to me. That's the yeah. whole thing. It's <laughs> well, I think that we're, I don't know. Cause I really haven't been immersed in it ever and experienced it for myself, but I can't imagine. I already just know from the, the two minutes I'm not on my phone, you know, through, or the two minutes I have where there's downtime, it's like instantly I pull out my phone, you mm -hmm. know, and there's something to be done on my phone or something to distract me. And, and living in times like that, it's just, we're, we're, con we're craving so much content so fast and things to download. And, um, I like that the show is incorporating that, but then also hanging on to those traditions of like, oh, I mean, I think it's helpful that our setting is in New York because we can bump into someone on the street and have like an old fashioned, like meet cute, if you will, mm -hmm. you know, and we still sit around the bar and need our friends and need that like human connection uh, i also want to um compliment the fashion uh, of this show it's been fun to see you go through uh, the outfits um the 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 bulls jersey with the flannel i've got a pearl jam poster i mean it's no surprise yeah. that i'm i'm pulling on that one <laughs> <laughs> but what, what like how has that been so when this when the, when the series first started you know sex in the city was ending and i was watching that documentary and sarah jessica parker is, is showing her going through all the fashion choices i mean is this sort of that kind of experience for you too i didn't watch um this the sjp thing that you're talking about uh but i you know what i'm very <laughs> i love fashion and i'm very uh opinionated when it comes to to what I wear or what I think a character would wear you know and I work very closely with Anthony who's our stylist on the show who's amazing um and I actually worked with him briefly on the Lizzie McGuire um reboot and it was so short-lived that I was I reached out to him I was like I need you for this come on let's I knew our story wasn't over yet so it's been really fun he's just great at carving out everyone's identity. And I feel like, you know, having a second season, it, we'll just see that even more. And, you know, coming off of a show like Younger, which I've been on for seven years, where it's very high fashion. I don't know how the hell they afford the clothes that they do or how my character didn't have her own apartment, but wore like Gucci all the time. Um, but this is, you know, a little bit more budget conscious and relatable. And it's been a lot of fun to figure out who Sophie is and, and what her style is. And she's, she's a cool chick on a budget and she's, you know, thrifty. And I think my main thing with working with him was like, okay, let's find two pieces that are going to be staples in her wardrobe that are always going to show up that mm -hmm. she like splurged on. And she worked a bunch of gigs to be able to buy that coat or buy that clutch. And it's going to be there all throughout the seasons, you know? Um, and it's fun to think like that. I don't necessarily, you know, always have to live like that in my life. So um, I like, I like doing it for Sophie. 
So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. We were watching the, my, my wife and I were watching the episode last night and, and you had, I don't know what, it's not a tiara, but you had something in your head, but she goes, oh, her colors, it's the Cinderella colors. And I said, I don't know what that means, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, what was she talking about? I'm not coming at this from the fashion world, obviously, but, uh, but she was, she was talking about Cinder, Cinderella colors anyway, but she was very impressed and she knows a lot about fashion. So it's oh. whatever that's worth. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? She would love coming into our wardrobe room because it is really cool to see the way they break down episodes and the way they, you know, have pictures of all of us and then have to compare like what we're each going to be wearing in the scene and how that complements each other. It's it's a big job. It did get us on the uh, the topic um, um, of some of your older work and Cinderella story came up because of that. Uh-huh. And by the way, just revisiting that cast was way more stacked than I even remembered. Yeah. Like what an amazing yeah, that's uh, and Jennifer Coolidge finally getting her moment these days. Do you guys still tell? Are you are you in contact with her? You know what? I have not. I have not talked to Jennifer in, in multiple years. But we actually did another project together after that, um, and it happened to film in New Orleans. I believe that's where her home is, and she is just she's so cool. And if I got a moment to see her and just give her a hug and be like, I'm cheering you on because you're ruling the world right now you know she's she deserves it more than anyone and she's always been so good to me and um just a talent beyond mm-hmm. yeah just amazing well i do want to quickly hit on the music too because uh around every turn i keep my ears perk up with what's going on um obviously trains drops at jupiter has become a bit of a soundtrack mantra on this is there any great story about how that landed as sophie's song i don't no, I would have to ask the writer's room that. I don't I don't know that, but how could it not be that song? Like that is everyone's, I feel like secret anthem. And there's been multiple times where I've been in the car by myself or with a girlfriend and all the windows go down and it goes up to full volume and you have that super cringy moment where you're just like feeling it. And I love that that is, is, is Sophie's song because it's, so her like she is she's just lovable and dorky and for that to be her her like end all be all theme song is just very fitting i i noticed speaking of uh that era uh in the 90s uh you and your husband had covered uh well a third eye blind song what was it never let you go was that yeah. it yeah so was that just a one-off has a weird obsession with uh stephen jenkins uh-huh and um and it goes really deep he's he's quite obsessed and I, i'm the same way when we first met uh, we were working on uh, my record. I was doing a couple of songs, like cutting up a couple of songs that he had written. And we ended up talking for like two hours about our obsession with 90s music. And obviously Third Eye Blind is high on the list of, you know, 90s smash hits. 
Um, and so that's really how we connected. And then I forgot why he was, he was doing it with RAC is one of his good buddies. And when I heard he was doing it, I was like, excuse me, what? I'm coming to the studio right now and you're putting me on somehow, some way. And um, so I kind of just wormed my way in there. I've hit Stephen Jenkins on the show a few times and he is always a great interview. Uh, man I'm has a sure. lot to say. What a character, right? <laughs> very, very fascinating. Uh, I'll close out. I know we're, we're wrapping up on time. Um, cheaper by the dozen. Are you interested in the reboot? I only ask, obviously, because you've got your history there too. Are you keeping an eye on that? You know, I've heard things throughout the years, but I didn't know if anything's really, really seriously going with that. But of course, I mean, I have been so lucky to be a part of things just like How I Met Your Mother that are that are very near and dear to people's hearts. So I would never say no to that. Mm. You know, I, mm. I'm, I'm a team player and I'm game to have fun with those type of things. And um, that was a just an amazing cast and amazing. I have amazing memories from that. And I, and I think that, um, you know, revisiting, revisiting things that are near and dear to people is, is like always a win as long as, as long as everyone's on board and it feels authentic. Like that's, I think it, I think it could be a good thing. Well, uh, I've of course loved what you've done through the years. This series is no different than How I Met Your Father. Uh, I too was very close with How I Met Your Mother. I, I broke up with a girl because I wanted to watch that series more than I wanted to date her. So that's how close <laughs> I, I think I... that my husband probably has the same story. He was just an absolute diehard fan, and and that's that is very funny. Um, yeah. I you know what I didn't get to watch the show as much as I wish I had. If I had a glimpse into the future and knew I would be like sitting here, I would try to change that. But I was on tour when that show was having this huge moment. And this was before you could like record TV and just watch anything whenever you want, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I, I missed out on it, but I am super familiar. Like I've seen multiple, multiple episodes. I know the cast inside out, you know, and, and their roles. Um, and then I kind of made a conscious choice to not go back and watch it all to not have the pressure of trying to compare myself to any of that because it, it is a different show, but, but such a great show. And, and I know so important to so many people like yourself who, who uh, <laughs> ditched a relationship to watch. That was it. I, I thank you so much. I do love what you guys are doing. I can't wait to see where you guys take the story next. Thank you, Kyle. I really appreciate talking to you. And my thanks to Hillary Duff again. The first season of How I Met Your Father is out now on Hulu. Big thanks to you as well for checking out the uh, the episode in the series. I do hope you hit that subscribe button before we get out of here. Uh, again, for three new interviews every single week, a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube for the video versions, anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with... Then after that, head over to WFPK.org, where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, and bonus interviews, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the uh, social media spots as well. Uh, that's uh, mostly on Twitter, also Facebook and Instagram, all three of them, at Kyle Meredith. I do hope you like and follow along. And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time.
Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Hey there, it's Kyle Meredith from Kyle Meredith With. After you check out the latest episode of my show, uh, be sure to check out some of our other great programs on the Consequence Podcast Network, including Standing BTS, a bi-weekly podcast covering all things BTS and ARMY, and The Opus, Consequence's original documentary podcast exploring legendary albums and their lasting legacies. So head to Consequence.net to listen to these podcasts and many great others. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.